umgoblue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. Start up from the left there, Aaron. Jim, what prompted you to go get the offensive coordinator back in January? And what about Josh Gaddis and his vision for this offense? Kind of <clears throat> it was an opportunity to uh, you know, get get a great coach, uh, somebody that I've been following, and uh, and saw that he was. He was becoming an offensive coordinator, so we moved fast to, to make him our offensive coordinator. Uh, what's been going really well is uh, uh, he's doing a great job. He's, uh, he's a really good coach. And uh, staff is working really, really good together. Um, everybody has met a lot of meetings, a lot of, uh, a lot of time on task to, to um, get to where we were yesterday, which was our first day of practice. So kicked off the spring practice, um, and it was it was really good. Um, you know, both both um, everybody in the team physically was was ready to practice. Um, that was the best we've we've had from a physical standpoint of guys being prepared to start spring practice. Uh, also, the best we've we've been in terms of really. Being as far along, understanding the schemes offensively, defensively, and and special teams wise, I think uh, it's been a lot of great retention and um, not there, you know, not where you we're gonna be, but but uh, really, really good. So with with Josh, how's it different for you? That, I mean, if he's running the show, and I know you've always been very involved, how's it different for you? With uh, is an adjustment for you or changed? Yeah, we're all working together, and um, you know, definitely uh, um, learning too. I mean, his uh, his uh, his style of offense, his uh, you know, that's contributing where we can. But um, yeah, been uh, he's really good. He's really good at uh, you know explaining it and and uh, you know showing us how to coach it and. Uh, so it's been a. How's it been for me? It's been really good. Really, uh, really enjoying it. Really, uh, really learning a lot. I know you try to learn and grow every year uh, as a coach. After last year, what what did you? You know, what, what I guess what motivated you to make this kind of change? What motivated you to have? Like I told you. Yeah. 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 Just uh, that was that was that that was opportunity to get a something I really admire and I think is really good. How much of a departure will this be from what you promised last uh, four years? Um, I think the biggest difference that people will see will be the uh, the tempo. You know, the um, the a tempo that's more up tempo, um, less less huddle. That'd be number one. Dan, how did you first become aware of Gaddis? Where did his good standing in your mind kind of start? How did he impress you? The first time, I think, was uh, I read an article when he was coaching at, at Western Michigan, or I heard it from somebody, or uh, maybe Bill Cubitt told me. But uh, when Josh was at Western Michigan, he'd, he'd been there a month, and I think Bill was, uh, Cubitt was introducing him to his son or, or somebody and said, uh, Son, this is Coach Josh Gaddis. Uh, talk to him, get to know him. He's not going to be around here very long. 
and um, to watch him develop the players he's developed at, at each stop from there uh, Western Michigan and, and Vanderbilt and Penn State and Alabama I mean that's eye-catching do you feel like your personnel fits this style, this brand that, that Josh is installing? I do. What what in particular? The receivers? I mean, Shea, Shea obviously had his experiences at Ole Miss that maybe are comparable. Yeah. Um, I feel like our offensive line, for starters, um, you know, really, really fits this. I'm excited about our offensive line, returning four starters, and um, – so to start there, I think we have a chance to be as good as we've been in, in, in that area. Uh, I think our tight ends are really good. I, I think as a group, as good as anybody or better, uh, as good as anybody in the country. Uh, quarterbacks, I think it fits, fits our quarterbacks extremely well. And uh, our receiving group as well. There's talented, talented guys there that um, – Really, are are going to take another jump with with uh, Coach Gaddis coaching them. Can already can already see that. He didn't mention the running backs. What, what, what yeah, running backs. Uh, running backs. Only didn't mention them because uh, I just didn't. But uh, they're they're a good group. I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy with our running backs. Uh, Christian Turner has surged um, from bowl practices to bowl game. Uh, and then since then, he is uh, A++ in terms of, of how he's going about his business. So he is, he is barely becoming a uh, uh, you know, rising player, no question about it. True Wilson is also uh, you know, better, quicker. He's, he's got some um, – he's faster. He's really been dedicated toward that in this off-season winter conditioning program. Coach Herbert and staff have – have uh, dedicated you know, a big portion of his his training this off season to you know, get that get that next gear, and um, excited about uh, you know that the way that's that's going, and um, a couple other changes. Uh, Louis Andregetto came over from safety to play running back. Um, Hassan Haskins is going to be concentrating at running back, and you know, he already already looks really good. Um, went both ways last year, but uh, I think he's going to be be really good at that position. And he's he's working through a little something right now that that may need a scope when when spring ball's over. Uh, nothing that can make him worse, but uh, but um, he looks pretty darn good. And, and we know that you know that is going to be a little procedure that needs to get done um, when the spring's over. Um, also, uh, we're looking at Ben Van Summer in at running back. Who is um, has really shown some things as a, as a guy who can be a physical, hard running, but fast. He's got a he's got an upper gear for for speed as well. So um, I think I mentioned most of the guys. Is Chris? Oh, Charbonnet. Uh, yeah, um, Zach came in with a procedure that we need knew needed to get done. He had to get a um, a scope for meniscus. Um, but it was very little was taken out. Everything was designed to, to uh, would be best for him long term in his career, which is is uh, is uh, going ahead and getting that done here and not participating in in spring ball 
But yeah, we uh, we love Zach. He needs doing everything he can. I mean, he's he's uh, started in a chair. He was he was lifting and doing all the sitting down exercises, ropes. He'd, he'd be sitting in a chair doing. He's doing everything he possibly can do. Um, just love everything about the eight mid-year guys that have come in. It's our best class of mid-years so far yet, and it's been consistent um, for the, the four months they've been here. They get to class like 15, 20 minutes early. They are kicking in the door uh, to get into the weight room. Um, they do things on their own. Uh, they're just, as a, as a class, they're, they're really sharp, you know, hungrier, motiv- more motivated, uh, more serious about being good than I can remember myself being when I was a, a true freshman and uh, more serious about being good than the other mid-year classes that we've had as well. So um, excited about them, each one of them. Um, Eric Alls is, uh, well, probably shouldn't talk too much about freshmen, but <laughs> the guy's competing right now I mean, until he drops. He's uh, He's... And he's really athletic, and, and catching the ball is as good as anybody out there. Zach's doing everything he has, but he can't do contact this spring. Correct. Yeah. Yep. What is Chris Evans' status? I mean, it's, it sounded like the door was maybe left open a smidge in the, the comment that David given. Um, yes. Um, you know, not not with the team right now. But I'm not saying he, he could work his way back. Um. Yes. Yes. Left the right. What led to you guys getting Mike Dana, and are you looking for more grad transfers? Um, yeah, we would, uh, we would be, you know, if they're like Mike Dana, sure, yeah, at uh, at that position or others, um, we would potentially have have uh, room for grad transfers. But really thought he's a really good player, be a great addition to our team, and. Um, Love the way he's wired. Love the way he plays, and um, you know, chomping on, he's chomping on the bit to, at the bit to get here. Am I allowed to talk about him? Yes, mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, he's signed. Okay, okay. Dan, the one ball carrier not mentioned, Ben Mason. Is he? Okay. Yeah, Ben. Great question. So, uh, Ben Mason is. Um, we're playing in both ways, really, at three different positions right now. And he is one day he's on defense, the next day he's on offense, the next day he'll go to uh, defense and and so on and and rotate. Um, feel like um, the fullback will be used in short yards and goal line situations um, predominantly. So we uh, we want to get Ben Mason on the field as much as possible, and uh, he'll be playing defensive line along with uh, playing fullback, along with playing tailback. Um, be a lot on his plate. We'll see uh, how he can handle it. Um, I think it's going to be he's going to handle it really well. Um, but where Ben Mason might have even, even last year, last year's offense he would be playing probably average somewhere 20 plays a game, 25. Um, we'd like to see Ben Mason getting 60 plays a game, 70 plays a game, you know, full game. And um, could be as a three technique, could be as a as a defensive end, but um, he'll be 
be a little bit maybe understized as a as an inside three technique, but uh, with his speed and quickness, and uh, I don't know who's going to stop him. I really don't. Um, and uh, also tailback, and it's a tight end. We're going to play him with some tight end as well in this uh, in this offense. So there's a fourth, and then he's got some special teams duties that uh, uh, will probably back down some of his special teams duties, uh, other than kickoff coverage he loves it he has a love and passion for running down on the kickoff but uh you know this is gonna be a lot of fun with ben mason uh this spring this this fall and and uh, he's he's great you got the mindset of uh just perfect does he rival uh yes yes yeah <laughs> yes he does uh and you know you hate to compare the two but uh you know that's uh they're both pretty perfect so Loving, uh, excited about it. Just really, you know, fired up to, to work with Ben. He's got a bounce in his step every day that he comes out to practice and, and a gleam in his eye and, you know, um, chomping at the bit to, to be out on the field more. And well, here you go. We've got all kind of ways for, for us to get Ben Mason on the field now. Any other guys you've uh, tinkered with position-wise this spring or you're switching or moving? Van Summeren. Um, Ben's Van Summeren's going to be uh, playing linebacker and tailback. And um, probably too early to say which which is going to be the best position or if he can if he can do both. Um, but uh, excited about that. He's really looked good at uh, at tailback. I mean, just some good analogies you can make of a big, strong. Uh, once, once he gets going, because he can run, he can get up to acceleration pretty fast and get up to full speed pretty fast. And uh, played offenses in high school. He was a two-way player there, so um, you know, excited about him. What about Mike Barrett? Mike Barrett's um, is back on defense. He's playing that Sam Viper position. Uh, that Hassan Haskins was was. Was doing a little bit of running back last year, a little bit of that Sam Viper, and, and showed a lot of a lot of promise as a as a Sam Viper as well. Can really run, um, but you know, need, more need at, at running back right now. And and uh, you know, excited about him at that position. So running back position, I, I, I'm excited about a running back position. It's it's uh, shaping up very nicely. And once you get Zach Zach out there, and um, we have some other Really good preferred walk-ons that are coming in at that position, so we're going to be we're going to be in good shape at running back. Yeah, obviously four starters back on the offensive line. You mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Will there be Ben and, and Caesar? Obviously left and center. The other spots are they? Can you tinker with those? Mm-hmm. I mean, could John play run and play on the right side, or you know, how are you looking at the right tackle and, and even you know, the competition going forward at right guard? Right now, um, looking at. Uh, Jalen Mayfield and and Andrew Stuber at right tackle. There'll be more competition coming in when uh, players show up in in July. So we have some tackles, some freshman tackles that'll be coming in. Um, not a lot of tackles left in the in the currently in the in the building right now. That's why it's so important that the the young players are coming in. And we we did well recruiting offensive linemen in this past recruiting cycle six. So. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, I think you know, where it's shaping up right now, uh, Stuber and, and Mayfield will be battling for that right tackle position and see how it progresses. Isaiah, what are the challenges in having to replace Devin Bush and his speed on uh, in the linebacker position? And who are you trying out to take over in the linebacker position? Um, the first thing we, that you that jumped into my mind when you when you started asking that question, the first Josh Ross. That's what that's what popped, popped into my mind. Uh, and then um, also Devin Gill and and Jordan Anthony uh, guys will be. Guys will be uh, you know, battling in there. Uh, Adam Fakie, uh is already popping right now, and uh, another name is is Adam Shibley, uh, and there's there's other guys that uh, that I'm not not mentioning right now. But uh, excited about that group. Thought uh, you know Gil really really came on, did some good things last year. Uh, Jordan Anthony is. Uh, has also made a lot of progress last season, and and uh, you know, there'll be heated waters of competition in there. Uh, Cam McGrone, Cam McGrone, Cam McGrone's a ball player too. So there's uh, there's guys, there's dudes in there, as, as Don Brown would say. So um, and Cam was just a freshman last year, came a long way. He was always on the verge. The entire season last year, I mean, he was always on that that verge of, you know, turning them loose and and, and letting them play, and and we're kind of monitoring the four games and red shirt or, or play, but he was um, he was always like right there in that discussion of of getting in there to to play full time last year. So he's very much in the mix as well. Well, let's just see. Let's just see first if, if Josh Ross is who we think he is uh, before we start changing anything. Right now, uh, I think he's he's going to be that kind of player, sideline to sideline and a gap to b gap to c gap, and and be able to cover as well. Got time for a couple more, Aaron? You mentioned Charbonnet. Are you going to be without anyone else this spring? In your uh, yeah, there's some other guys that. Uh, that uh, won't be out there. Um, uh, Levert uh, had a procedure. Uh, so did Nico Collins. And then um, we'll see, you know, on a, on a, on a few others. Donovan's uh, not participating right now, and, and, and Mike Duomfor, who had the midfoot injury uh, before the bowl game, and then aggravated it in the in the game. But they're they're all progressing and on a on a good track. That's as, uh, as many as I can think of being that aren't, aren't out there practicing right now. Day you know, one. Are those guys going to miss all of spring? Or I don't know. You know, I don't know. That's uh, that was that was day one. Um, but there's there'll be there'll be a few there'll be a few others. We guys got um, gosh, I just the name flew out of my mind. We got a, we got a mono. Got a case of mono. That's going to miss all spring practice. That wasn't one of those. Not one of those that I just that I just mentioned. Donovan uh, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones. Uh, Donovan Jeter has really has really come on. Has really stepped up uh, and 
had a great winter. Uh, looked really good in our, in our first practice. Uh, a lot of excitement about him. Uh, Carlo Kemp uh, has really turned himself into a strong, strong player. Uh, inside player all the way now. Playing a three technique, the two. Um, and it's interesting. He came, he came as a tweener between a linebacker and, uh, and a defensive end. More of a linebacker. You know, body type, and and he's gone from that linebacker. Really, made, we thought inside linebacker. We thought maybe like traditional inside linebacker. Then thought of him as an outside linebacker. Then he moved to end, and uh, you know now he is he is a um, he's a strong one of our strongest guys on the team. And excited about that position as well. There's some there's some real good uh, real good players right there. Quiddy Pay is. Is uh, you know, continue to get better and better, and he's just uh, uh, doing a heck of a job. Aiden Hutchinson is is outstanding. Carla Kemp's outstanding. Um, ben Mason's going to add in there. Donovan Jeter uh, really doing a good job. So there's um, John Nua. You talked about uh, new coaches. There, uh, he's doing a great job. I mean, energy, 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 energy from. All four of our, our new coaches would be the thing that jumps out to me um, right away. And I like the way Sean has the defensive line running. They are, uh, they are running. There's a real emphasis on, on running, getting out, of the, getting out of the box, making the tackle, uh, you know, playing, not sideline to sideline, but, uh, you know, at least middle of the field to the sideline or numbers to numbers. And uh, and they're looking and they're looking good and athletic. Uh, David Jobo is going to be another guy to uh, to really keep an eye on. Um, he's already put on 20 pounds and looks good. Looks good. Uh, Wells Koff is uh, from going from playing no football in high school or uh, little league football has asserted. You know, he's, he's got the, he's got the traits. He's got the talent and uh, he's, he takes coaching and he's. Gives it all he has, and he's coming along nicely as well. Mozzie Smith, Gabe Newberg will be uh, new young guys that are here right now doing a good job as well. So that, that position group is really, uh, really going to be good. There's, I, early tell is that uh, they're going to surprise a lot of people, and I kind of like them. They're all like right under that radar and and red and and working to. Make a name for themselves. Nick. You mentioned earlier being excited about having all the guys come in and, and be really ready to go. You seem as enthused in the spring as I can remember. Why are you? Why is it? Why is your mood maybe the way it is right now with this group? Probably because I haven't seen you guys in a long time. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is it about the team? I'm sure, we'll get back to where we were. You know, I'm sure you will. You will. Make that happen. We'll work on it. But I mean, as the, yeah, I know you will. As I know the you team, will. about the team, though. I mean, you know, you, you do seem excited about a lot of guys and a lot of, and a lot of spots. What is it about this group that and coaches and everything? Yeah, you, you know, you wonder um, any any new year, any new season, how um, you know where is the team going to go? Um, you know, they're going to are they going to send? Are they going to level off? Are they going to um, you know take a dip down? And um, you know, as a group. Brent Bredesen, phenomenal leader right out of the out of the shoot, and 
and others uh, are stepping into those roles. Medalists, uh, you know, I point to him of guys that are just, you know, uh, attacking it, bringing guys along. I mean, it's one thing to one thing to do it yourself and do everything that's expected of you. Every time somebody's looking, you're doing it. Uh, even if somebody's not looking, you're doing it uh, the right way. But then to also physically, or you know, bring another guy with you. You know, encourage another guy to to uh, to do it as well, to finish, to to meet the standard that uh, we're all striving for. I've just seen a lot of that go that direction um, this off season, and, and uh, yeah, it fires me up. And and it is a there's a lot of guys that are you know, that uh, you know, are under that so-called public radar, and you know they they're hungry, and uh, I was hoping that was the way it was going to go, and uh, it's it's starting to it's trending that way, you know over four months, you know three four months now. Uh, is Dylan McCaffrey back to 100%? Yeah. And I, I know you like keeping the quarterbacks honest. I mean, is Shea the guy, or is there a competition from here to the fall? Or? So Dylan, Dylan McCaffrey's back uh, 100%, can uh, participate, had a, had a really good day yesterday. And uh, right now Shea, Dylan, Joe are all getting equal reps. And that um, they're all, all looking good, you know. It's... Uh, it's a really good, talented quarterback room. Uh, Brandon Peters, Cade McNamara, getting in the mix. Uh, Mike Sessa's, you know, doing a really good job. But uh, that's uh, the balls are out there. They're competing for them, and and uh, you know they're doing good. Depth chart: Shea is number one. Dylan's number two. Uh, Joe's number three. And uh, you know, there's no possible way that. Shea Patterson will be able to put his feet up, and uh, uh, in my opinion, you know, they've got serious competition there with uh, with uh, Dylan and, and Joe right now. So, be a fun spring. Dan, sorry, going back to where we started, is the, the offensive changes. Is this big of a philosophical shift that's been in your coaching career? Uh, I don't know if it, if it if it's that big of a philosophical switch. Uh, and to Josh's credit, he has done a fantastic, phenomenal job of uh, of coming in and looking at looking at our personnel, looking at what we do well, what we did well in both the run game, the the, uh, the pass game, <clears throat> the protections, uh, and and. And make it cohesive with, with his system. And words are different, but uh, you know it's the some of the the same amount of uh, you know the way we do things. You know it's 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 blended really good. And 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 uh, our coaches have done a great job of of uh, all of them of uh, you know making that happen. So I don't know how how huge of it is. The tempo is big. The tempo is a huge. A huge change from you know huddling to not huddling. That's a that that's big. So um, and other things, but it's it's good. I like it. It's it's got a it's got more of attacking feel, you know, to uh, to the offense in terms of tempo and um, in terms of uh, you know uh, going downfield. 
in the, in the passing game um, and you know, some other things. But, you know, different personnel groups, you know, has that uh, same feel that we've always done, you know, of multiple personnel groups and, you know, you're attacking in, in that way. Uh, you're attacking in, in terms of multiple formations. Um, and possibility when you when you put in an RPO that, I mean, it could be a run or it could be a pass. It's it's dictated on uh, call a call the same play 40 times and 30 times 34 times it could be a a pass 34 of those times it could be a run or somewhere in between so uh, you know has has that kind of feel I like that I like that there's an attacking feel to that you know that that the, the defense has to has to be aware of um, and then the tempo that feels like a it feels good too that feels like we're we're uh, attacking with that part of the tempo. The team can't just get the bead on on uh, what your tempo is all the time. So, um, where we are. Last question, Angelique. You can ask last couple. You said on your podcast, you know, given Gaddis the keys. What does that mean exactly for you? Where do you fit in developing this offense and, and play calling and, and all that going forward? Yeah, that he's going to be. He's going to. Coordinate the offense and and call the plays and um, that's what that means. Okay. So since that was a short answer, how shocked were you by by Greg's departure? Um. Yeah, I'm su- not. Um, I wouldn't say shocked. I was surprised. Yeah. Um, but the coaching wise, he wanted to be a coordinator again. Uh, you know, and and. Darn near doubled his salary. I mean, I don't hold that uh, hold that against him, you know. But we're not going to be sending each other Christmas cards based on where he went. Yeah. But uh, that's that's how I did that. That's how I feel and understand it. But that going to Ohio State, and I, may, I don't want to put words in your mouth, shock. But that part of it does that surprise you at all that he would go from Michigan to Ohio State? Obviously, I mean, I, you know he went to Notre Dame, but. You know, you don't have to put words in my mouth. I just stand on the answer I just gave you. Okay. All right. Still a good man. Still have a ton of respect for him, and and then we'll be we'll be friends again someday when we're when we're both not, you know, when we're done coaching. Good. All right. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for umgoblue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.